0: And welcome back to that first step podcast. On today's show, episode number 13, I can't believe it's already episode number 13. I thought I'd save anyone else the curse of being unlucky 13 and do a solo episode today. So today's theme, I thought I would talk about plant-based, a vegan lifestyle, if you will, the myths, the do's and don'ts. And any other topics that come to mind when I think of plant-based or being a vegan in inverted commas. So without further ado, let's get into the show. So let's start off with my journey to a plant-based diet. So when I was younger, I always had problems with my chest I had inhalers, nasal sprays, ear drops, nose drops, eye drops, you name it. I was just a problem child. I I just didn't, I suppose, have a good immune system or everyone thought I had a weak chest. Doctors would always just put more medication into me instead of assessing my food, my diet, my overall lifestyle. So when I was 18, I went to a herbalist. I was in final year, not final year, I was in sixth year in school, so final year of school and I went to a herbalist in Cork Um, went with an open mind saying I was so fed up of constantly having, you know, bad chest infections, not feeling like I could properly breathe and just not having 100% of energy, you know, and I think as a fairly active 18 year old I was always dancing, ballet, tap, Irish dancing, quite into musical theatre. I wasn't going to sit back and relax with the whole idea of being on an inhaler for the rest of my life. So when this opportunity came up to go to a herbalist, I thought, why not? I've nothing to lose. So I went to the herbalist and he assessed me, asked me about my diet, about my food. And to be honest, from what I can remember... That was the first time a doctor asked me about food, you know, as opposed to a weight thing, just about lifestyle and energy and sleep and health. So after the hour and a half consultation, he decided to take me off all allergen inducing food products, whether that's dairy, wheat, yeast, sugar, peanuts, and um, you name it. I was on the no list for the time being and also he sent me home with a few tonics of this moss green colour that I wouldn't wish upon my worst enemy to take for three months. So after the three months, I went back to him. I gave it my best shot. All dairy was wiped from my diet. As you can imagine, after that consultation, my mom and myself went to Super Value. And obviously not sponsored, <laughs> just thought I'd just um, enter that there. But um, yeah, so we went to Super Value. And back then, that was 10 years ago, we raided the free from aisle. But as you can imagine, the vegan, gluten-free, sugar-free aisles that we have now in supermarkets was a bit more hard a bit more harder can't speak today a bit harder to find and to come across nowadays we have the fancy oatly barista or the fancy coconut milks or hazelnut milks but as you can imagine 10 years ago I found an oat milk with very little branding and a rice milk as well so as you can imagine everything non-dairy was purchased for my house my mom's grocery bill was probably through the roof so I went home and always porridge is my comfort food so my mom made me a big bowl of oat porridge with oat milk and I remember thinking oh this is actually delicious even nicer than I've had before and there began my journey of starting to decrease and eliminate dairy from my diet with dairy we also got rid of wheat so no wheat um, and no gluten really besides oats and just regular oats not gluten-free ones and also rye and spelt but we got rid of all wholemeal and wheat breads and anything in my diet that had wheat but I also still had meat. Um, I wasn't a big meat eater to be honest. I loved chicken and turkey rashers um, and fish. I loved fish so that was it for then. So that was fine. Wiped dairy from my diet, wiped wheat and within a couple of months I was a whole new person. I had more energy, I wasn't coughing as much, I slowly decreased my usage of all medication and then within six months was off inhalers, nasal sprays, everything. I just felt like a whole new human and to think that for years I was using these um, medical, you know, this medical advice and I'm not disputing that doctors don't know what they're saying at all. I still regularly go to a doctor or a dentist, but for things like, you know, your, your lungs or your immune system or just your, if you're not feeling right and you're still being pumped with medication, it's no harm to assess your food and your lifestyle. Because I know for a fact that eliminating these allergens or these mucus-forming foods from my diet has absolutely 100% changed my life and changed my quality of life as well. And I wouldn't, I would never even think of going back to eating those types of foods. As I know, the amount of joy for five seconds of I don't know some sort of dairy food um but with the hours of coughing and mucus I'm gonna say it I don't care uh, it's not worth it um I know that Ben and Jerry's have vegan ice cream I mean why would you ever so that's it really um so that's kind of my journey so far so that's the dairy and then when I moved to New York first five years ago I was introduced to new foods. Uh, Funnily enough, avocado is my new favourite food. Well, not my new favourite food, is my favourite food. And I moved to New York on a Saturday. And two days later, on the Monday, my new boss brought me out for lunch to a Mexican. And he ordered guacamole and chips for starter. And I'd never, ever had guacamole before. Um, It's so funny now I laugh because it's like my daily staple in my diet but yeah and I tasted it and it was so weird how being removed from my comfort zone that was Ireland and embracing these new cultures this new cuisine how it impacted my diet for the better and with that I just started eating less and less meat and fish and maybe it was because I was in America but I was introducing more falafel and more Middle Eastern food Mexican food and just Thai food all of these other cuisines that were so unbelievably delicious that I hadn't tasted in Ireland just completely transformed my diet and now looking back it's so bizarre to think that I always thought I need to have chicken or turkey or fish Again, red meat was never a big thing for me. So I'm sure lots of people couldn't imagine a life without steak. Um, and there are two steaks in my fridge right now, not for me. So I'll get into that later. But yeah, so just to have an open mind. And if you are in the situation like for your health, like me, you have to cut dairy out of your diet, whether it's for your skin or for your, your chest or any part of your health that dairy is impact negatively on you. Just even try it for a week or two. Keep a food diary, just I suppose be conscious of what you're putting into your body and how it makes you feel after. I'm not going to lie, um, wheat does creep into my diet every now and then. I'm not as strict with that as it doesn't cause me to flare up as much. However, last year I was in New York for a week in August and I was having the vegan pancakes, the vegan this, that and the other and um, all these amazing restaurants which were probably full of wheat and I'm not going to lie, the pain of my stomach, the bloating, not being able to tie the button on your shorts um, and your arms and your legs are still the same but just it just doesn't agree with me and I was home and for two weeks after was so strict with no wheat and I hadn't gained any weight it was just a it's just a food group that doesn't agree with me so being in tune with your body and having an understanding of what agrees with you I personally believe is so key to happiness and to high energy and I suppose you ask anyone I do have a lot of energy (laughs) um and it's just because I I suppose I am conscious of what I put into my body and I look after myself and I never calorie count ever and my fitness pal scares the life out of me counting macros and I mean I love data and I love maths but personally for me I don't want to count all of that and keep track of that but it's more about whole foods and putting things into my body and eating food that doesn't have a label or doesn't come out of packaging and I mean I know it's so funny how I've heard people do Slimming World and Weight Watchers and that suits them and I've been told an avocado in Slimming World is outrageous for your diet yet I could happily eat two avocados on six slices of gluten-free toast and be so satisfied or rye bread and be so satisfied and I'm sure those calories are way more than chicken broccoli rice or whatever you're having but it agrees with me. And I think it's so important for us to start understanding what our body likes and what fuels our body and also what makes us happy. And I know this is a bit of a tangent now, but I have dark chocolate every day. It's vegan. Uh, There's no dairy in it, but I do eat chocolate every day and I love it. And I think whether you're vegan or whether you're not vegan, or plant-based, or keto, or paleo, or whatever label you want to put on your lifestyle, that's your own business. But at the end of the day, it's all about fueling yourself with the best foods for you, and what make you happiest. So that was like my little rant on being plant-based, or vegan, or I personally, I suppose, don't like to call myself vegan, um, purely because by calling yourself a vegan, you do come open to lots of, say, oh, but you're wearing leather boots. I thought you're a vegan. And I absolutely appreciate that. Lots of people are vegan for animal rights. Um, I don't eat animals. And I do have leather boots. So it's, it is, I suppose, there's so many different ways to look at it. And absolutely people could call me out and say well you're not a proper vegan and I'd say that's absolutely fine so that's why I like to use the term plant-based and to be honest I don't even like to label my diet at all because I feel like when you start to put a label on it you almost start to restrict yourself in your head or you define yourself as a particular lifestyle and that's fine for some but that's just not for me so it's all about introducing more wholesome whole foods that have good nutrition whether that's high fat like an avocado or a jar of peanut butter or a jar of almond butter um, or a coke, adding a whole full fat coconut milk to your chickpea curry that's up to you and that's something I do on a regular basis so I suppose what I can say about it is never be afraid to explore a new area or a lifestyle Never be afraid to look at your diet and say what foods do I feel good after, what foods don't I feel good after and maybe you want to eat chicken all week and potatoes and I don't know and that makes you feel great and that's so great too. So I suppose that's all I'm trying to say is it's more of an introduction to what being plant-based is and what the kind of foods are. And also how to act around plant-based people. So let me get in now to a few, I suppose, do's and don'ts of what it's about. Um, you might be interested, you might not, that's cool. And yeah, I hope you learned something from today. A question I get, I suppose, often is, is your boyfriend vegan? Are your friends all vegan? Are your family vegan? And the answer is absolutely absolutely not (laughs) as I said right now I have two steaks I think it's a burger chicken regular milk greek yogurt um I can't even think what else cheese lots of dairy and meat in my fridge and to answer does it bother me 100% not one the only thing that bothers me is when people judge what I eat and because I'm so against that I would never judge what anyone else eats. The only thing I am a bit fussy is I think if meat is cooked on a pan, I like that pan to be absolutely washed and scrubbed before I use it. But other than that, um, I'm so cool with everyone eating what makes them happy. I'm living with someone who's plant-based or vegan or going out with someone that's plant-based or vegan. I suppose, I mean, it can be tricky, especially if the other person isn't open-minded and the other person is fussy and what I mean by fussy is some people love you know burger and chips or they love more plain food and they're not as keen with Mexican, Thai or Middle Eastern or you know those other types of cuisines um, and that can be quite tricky whereas I always find in restaurants they always have sides and the best thing I do is ask for three sides of veg on one plate and there's my vegan meal. Eating with them. That's probably another question that comes up quite a lot. So I suppose for breakfast every day, I'd usually have, I'm very boring, um, some sort of porridge covered with umpteen toppings that make it look like a dessert and taste like a dessert. Um, Or I'd have my Form Nutrition protein powder blended with frozen mango, Blended with flax, uh, hemp and chia seeds, um, some oat milk, some water, what else, Um, some inulin powder for fibre and some maca powder as well, really good for hormone health and yeah, that's kind of it. Then pop it in the freezer for 15 minutes and it's like chocolate ice cream. That's another dessert that's actually breakfast. (laughs) Um, And then for lunch it's just usually, I don't know, maybe Linda McCartney sausages with avocado toast or what else do I have um it's always some form of toast I'm not a very I'm actually not a very um what's the word out there cook I suppose I love baking but cooking really isn't my forte so um I love trying new foods but I think I get a bit lazy during the day when it comes to cooking so now on to dinner I'd definitely be more of a roast veg chop it up bung it all in the oven, loads of roast potatoes, loads of hummus, broccoli, um, avocado, nutritional yeast again, spinach, um, yeah so I try and always have a dinner that's full of colour and health um, and for the days I don't have that energy just pop a few potato waffles and Linda McCartney sausages um, and broccoli in the oven, voila! <laughs> um, the big one is where do you get your protein? And I actually hate this question because I'm just bored of it. <laughs> um, plenty. Um, even though I said I don't do macros, my, my boyfriend does. And apparently those Linda McCartney sausages are three to one protein to fat. So any big um my fitness pal people out there. Also I get lentil pasta, which is outrageously high in protein. Chickpeas are good. Um, I have protein powder in my protein smoothie bowl so there's lots of sources I have actually black beans um not that I'm going to eat two and a half thousand calories of broccoli but if I did I would get 45 grams of protein so that's another fun fact so yeah there's actually plenty out there um and there's plenty of restaurants in Dublin too that I'm lucky to be able to visit again and enjoy their food and yeah I think at the end of the day being plant-based or eating a more whole foods diet You do it if it makes you happy. You eat steak if it makes you happy. You eat whatever you want as long as you're healthy and happy and your soul is fed. Because at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Um, I do think there are quite a lot of benefits. I'm not here on this podcast to preach about those benefits because you mightn't feel those benefits. Because at the end of the day, it's all about eating things, as I said. That make you happy, and that make you feel good. And someone might go and eat a bowl of chickpeas and be so bloated and feel horrible afterwards, or black beans or any type of beans because they can be quite hard to digest. And then someone can go eat a pizza, and like be so happy and full of energy afterwards. So it's all about I suppose how you feel when you eat the foods. But I do really enjoy a plant based diet. I love the benefits. I love it's actually quite cheap, to be honest, as well, which is great, especially when the rent in Dublin is so high. (laughs) Um, But yeah, and I always find food accessible. I find my diet quite varied. I never feel restricted. And yeah, I suppose that's it, really, regarding plant-based. I've been yapping on for nearly 22 minutes now, so I think I'll wrap it up there. However, if you have any questions about plant-based diet, about eating more fruit and veg or even recommendations in Dublin to have more of a plant-based flavour. For example, I know someone who now has uh, two days a week being plant-based and they love it and it's almost exciting to open a new recipe book and try out new recipes and have a more varied lifestyle to what they had before. So I suppose You've all seen the documentaries on Netflix you don't need another documentary from me because I'm certainly not an expert in this field however not eating dairy for 10 years and I suppose being more plant-based for five I love my lifestyle if I didn't I'd go back to eating meat and dairy and all those things and I wouldn't care And if next week or next year I decided I want to start eating chicken or fish or have a big juicy steak from the fridge, (laughs) that's my prerogative. And if that time comes, I'll do it. And yeah, so for now, I am going to go make my dinner, probably be lentil pasta and uh, with some broccoli and spinach and nutritional yeast and all the good stuff and all the veggies that are left over in my fridge. But I thought this podcast might help people out there who are not sure To be honest I don't even know if I answered any questions um, or helped anyone or if it was just a big old ramble but I hope you enjoyed it and if you have any questions again please feel free to dm me if you have any questions about products or cruelty free products happy to also direct you in that direction Um, and also anyone on Instagram as well who you want some recipes for or just some inspiration I'm happy to guide you there too. So thank you so much for listening today I hope this was a nice change I hope you didn't mind listening to me for over 20 minutes and next Monday we'll be back with a fabulous guest I already have recorded and ready to go so thank you so much for listening have a wonderful week and happy August